So it's very important for you to remember that like, even if you've got some like limiting beliefs or some stories or some shit about emails that you should not superimpose that onto everyone and, and tell yourself the wrong story about email marketing, because anyone in business is going to tell you that your email list is the only thing that you own and it's your most important asset in your business. So growing it is key. Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I'm so excited to be with you today. I took a little bit of a break from recording, not very long. I took a a two-week break, mainly because two weeks ago, we released the Nail Your Niche Project, which was a masterclass series that I released audio. It was all audio. So in a way, it was kind of like a podcast series. And uh, we had 10 interviews uh, that came out over the course of five days. And so that week, I did not also release a podcast. And then this past week, full disclosure, I just didn't have the bandwidth to record an episode. And it's only maybe the fourth or fifth time in over two years that that that's happened to me. Um, so... I feel fine about it, but I'm really excited to be back with you because what we're going to be talking about today is organic audience growth, organic visibility, organic uh, email list building. Now, when I use the word organic, one of the things that I just want to explain, because I know that it may not have meaning to you, but it's sort of like an easy way in the industry, um, in in any uh, business industry, to make a distinction between paying for leads, meaning like taking out uh, expensive, you know, Facebook ads or Google ads, or you know, spending on advertising, spending to to attract leads, and not and doing it the organic way, which which definitely is takes a little more of an investment of time and energy. As you've heard me talk about on many episodes of this show, I talk all the time about the fact that we have three really, really like our three most valuable resources. The three things that everything pretty much in the world requires is time, energy, and money. Um, and some things are just an investment of time. Some things are usually time and energy go hand in hand, right? So it's it's usually a, an investment of time and energy or or money or time, energy, and money, right? But pretty much everything that we ever want to accomplish, do, have happen, um, it requires us to invest any one or all of those three valuable resources, valuable commodities. Um, and... What I try to focus on for you, right, is what I call like simple, profitable business strategies. So, you you know, you may have heard me talk a lot about the fact that I don't believe that you should be paying for ads and, you know, investing a lot of money at what we call the top of your funnel to gain visibility and leads and grow your audience um, in, in the early stages of your business. And to be totally honest... I actually built my business to multiple six figures before I even spent a dime on ads. And even now, when I do use ads, I use them, I do very, 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 very low ad spends. And I only do it with my ad um, expert on my team who I bring in only when I'm going to run an ad. And the only thing that I run ads to are to my highly valuable free trainings when I put them out into the world. So 
I, I never even did that though until I already had a very, very successful business. And I hear all the time from, from the different coaches and experts and people that come to me to work with me as their coach and join the Passionate and Prosperous Academy that they made this huge mistake uh, by buying in to someone's, you know, someone's, someone's message and promise that they could help them to, you know, make money in their business and attract clients. And then it was kind of like a bait and switch because when that person went in to that program or whatever, it turns out that what that person was teaching was that you're going to have to invest, you know, a, a couple of, if not hundred, it's usually not a hundred, a couple of hundred thousands of dollars on ads in order to basically try and attract clients. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Not only is the, the spending of that money not a good idea, but it's just not a good strategy until you've established your business. Um, it, it's not a good strategy. So everything that I come on to talk to you about on this show is, is how I believe that you can have a, 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 a profitable business. I believe that you can be a coach or transformational expert, okay, someone who's a service provider who really delivers the service, delivers the goods yourself to your clients, right, and that you build a business with one-on-one -on -one offerings and then eventually expand that into to group programs, group offerings, um, and then so on and so forth, right? But you can actually have a multiple six-figure business and beyond without ever having to go the route of uh, selling low-ticket courses and evergreen products um, that require for you to have a big volume of people buying them, as well as that you need a funnel, like an automated funnel, so a non-organic funnel. So I make it my, my business to come onto this show and share with you all of the things that I know that you need to do and can do in order to have a thriving, successful business, doing what you love, doing your passionate work, making a difference in the world, making an impact by transforming other people's lives, right? Which is what I specialize in, um, without, without having to like not be profitable or without having to like lose, lose money basically. So, uh, before I, I dive into the kind of like talking to you about the nail your niche project and sort of dissecting what and what an event like that is and how it could function in your business too. Um, I just want to tell you that coming up now, of course, I know podcasts are evergreen. So for all I know, you're listening to this episode and it's 2025, right? But if it's, if it's still, you know, the end of February or the beginning of March, 2024, then I have exciting news for you, which is that we are about to embark on one of my top trainings, my top masterclass series that I do every year. I do it once a year. It is always like an incredible um, event that people get so much out of and, and such incredible results called Know Your Niche. Now, one of the things that we experienced with the Nail Your Niche project was really discovering how many people think that they know their niche and therefore they don't need to go to something called the Nail Your Niche project or Know Your Niche, a training for coaches and experts who really want to attract their ideal clients and give them transformational offers that they can't refuse, right? Um, I know that so many people do not understand what niche is and are walking around wondering why it's so hard for them to attract clients, grow an audience, build an email list, make money, but they think they know their niche. And so they think that the problem is somewhere else. They think that the problem is that nobody's spending, nobody's buying. They think the problem is the economy. They think the problem is that, you know, they, they need more help um, using social media. They think the problem is, you know, like all kinds of things. 
instead of really recognizing that the problem is that they don't have a strong foundation of their business, which is knowing your niche, which means that you know who you are and what makes you an exceptional expert at what you do, that you know what about you would attract your ideal clients, that you know what really you do, like what real outcomes, like really tangible, like verb outcomes that you could verbalize are, um, that you know your signature transformational system, that you know your unique proprietary way that you do the work that you do because you know that there are a bajillion other people who do the same thing as you. And the only way that you can actually become like a laser focused magnet for your ideal clients is if you can say the way that what you do is different than everybody else. And then finally, who that other person is, who your ideal client is. And what most people think niches is only the last thing I said. They think it's like an avatar of an outside human being. And they also think that it can be reduced down to one sentence, sometimes called a hot hook or an elevator pitch or an I help statement or a profitable marketing message. And what I'm here to tell you is that it just ain't going to cut it. And so I hear and see so many people struggling in their businesses and they really are not realizing that they are missing this this very, very, very solid foundation of being able to talk about what they do, knowing what they do, having clarity, and that is how you'll develop the right message that speaks directly into the heart of your ideal clients and how you'll create offers that they will pay for. So the, the Know Your Niche training is coming up. It starts the week, it is the week of March 18th. It's one hour each day. It's a free training. And the only obligation on your part is to show up to these one hour calls with me. And you'll also receive the workbook. And it's going to walk you through an unbelievable process where on the last day, we're going to wrap this up into like how your niche actually becomes your foundation for your messaging and creating the right offers, both free and paid offers. And the reason why this is so essential to today's episode is because I'm about to talk to you about yet another kind of free content that you can create that is going to do magic in your business. But if you don't have that niche that fleshed out, you can't do what I'm about to tell you. So the Know Your Niche training is the week of March 18th. And um, when this episode comes out, we should be ready for you to be signing up. You would go to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com. That is always how you can find out about anything that we have coming up and find and sign up for it by going to like the events page or it'll be a pop-up. And also if you are on my email list, if you, you know, you'll always know about everything going on. So that'll save you from having to go to the show notes or stuff like that, right? If you don't want to have a three-step process, you can just make sure you're on my email list, which you can also join by going to stacybrassrussell.com one time and enter your name and email there. And I promise you that I'm not going to over email you or spam you. To be totally transparent, I send out as a standard two emails a week, a Monday email that's usually some sort of inspiration, story-based, um, community, you know, telling you what's coming up in the community, something like that, uh, a, something about your mindset, something to help you. And then Wednesday, we always release a new podcast episode. So we email you and remind you, hey, there's a new podcast out today and here's what it's about. And then when we do have other really amazing, valuable content for you, like any number of the free events, trainings, masterclasses that I, that I offer, or if I ever want to remind you to come work with me, to join me in the Passionate and Prosperous Academy, whether you're a level one or a level two, meaning whether you are really in the beginning stages, like starting your coaching or your um, transformational business, whether you're a wellness expert or a yoga teacher or a, um, an expert in a field and what you really want to do is like offer your services to real people or eventually create a group experience. Um, 
then the Passion and Prosperous Academy at its ground level is the place for you. And then if you are already making money, but you realize that you want to add in now other strategies like a group program, a group experience, a course, um, you want to start doing higher level trainings and free offerings like I do that are a little bit more complicated where you do VIP upgrades, um, or if you want to learn how to launch something, or if you want to learn how to do what I'm about to share with you, which is an organic email list build and visibility strategy, then you can essentially join me in the Passion and Prosperous Academy Mastermind, right? Which is where you're at a different level, but um, but you're getting you're getting a, a lot more one-on-one with me because we're really, really working on your business in a in a in a super uh, specific way, right? Where I'm really walking you through and teaching you a higher level strategy and how to execute on it, um, and really doing it with you. So um, I might tell you about that in an email here and there, but what I'm going to promise you is you're not going to get eight thousand emails from me. Um, and it's the best way to make sure that you don't ever have to worry that you're going to miss one of the amazing free things or, or paid things that I have that could help you, um, very much, right? Cause that's literally like my whole reason for being my raison d'etre, right? Is, is to help you make money doing what you love and to be successful. So March 18th, it's the 18th, 19th, 20th, 20, March 18th to 22nd is the Know Your Niche free training where I am going to deep dive you into understanding the fundamental things that you need to know about yourself and what you do in your business and who you serve so that you can really, really start creating the right content for social media, the right offers, the right workshops and trainings like I do, and then the right paid offers. All right. Okay. So let's dive into what we're going to talk about today, which is this organic audience growth and list building. And as I said earlier, what that means is, uh, is that there are ways to bring new people onto your yellow brick road, which is my nice way of saying onto your client pathway or into your quote unquote funnel. Um, there are ways to do that 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 don't involve you having to spend thousands of dollars on ads, which you should, in my opinion, never do until your whole business is established. And what I mean by established is that you're already selling higher ticket services, which are your one-on-ones, your biggest package, that you validated that, that you you know that you there are clients out there for you, that you know you know who they are, you know who wants what you offer. You've already figured out like what kind of people you attract because of your energy and who you are. Right? These are all things that you need to know about your business before you ever try to just buy leads, okay? And so what I'm about to talk to you about is a strategy to get more leads and grow your audience and add people to your email list without the ads, okay? Which is like, which is what you should never do in the beginning, or at least until you have a lot of solid stuff going on. So you may have heard these things referred to as summits. And I think that because the word summit has gotten very overused and also people are a little bit kind of wary because not everybody puts out like a really good summit. Like some summits are like kind of schlocky. Um, I think that, you know, that when people hear that word, it, they might sometimes, maybe you've never heard it before and you have no opinion of it, which is great. But for 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 ease, we'll call this particular strategy basically a summit strategy. And what category it falls into in terms of like how it helps in your business strategically for you to attract clients and grow your audience is that it's what we call a strategy where you are leveraging other people's audiences or borrowing from other people's audiences. So instead of you putting out ads and paying for people to see you on social media, essentially. Instead, you are finding other colleagues, other experts, other people in related um, services as you or who share a common denominator of clients, like maybe that person doesn't do the exact same thing as you, but they offer or provide a complimentary service, or it could even be someone who does the same thing as you, but just does it differently, 
right? But where basically you are gathering other people and you're inviting them and saying, hey, let's do this exchange. I'll create this event. I'll put it together. I'll put in the work. I'll do all of the like hard shit, which is the like, you know, getting of a, of a, of an opt-in page ready. I'll write all the description and copy. I'll create it. I'll create this whole event and what it's about. And I'll do all the work. And you, if you in exchange will be an expert on my event, and I'm going to tell you the different formats of events. If you'll be an expert on my event and And the request is that you will promote the event, right? So we're all doing this for free. It's free. I'm not paying you. You're not paying me. No one's getting paid. It's free. But I'm putting it together and I'll be featuring you on my event along with however many other experts. And we're all going to promote it to our audiences. We're all going to email our email lists. We're all going to post about it on social. And people are going to sign up for it. And they're going to attend it and I'll be exposing you to a whole big audience of people. This is what we're telling our experts that we're inviting. And in exchange for that, you know, not only are you going to, um, sorry, in exchange for you promoting the event, not only are you going to be featured in front of everyone else's audiences too, right? So we're sort of pooling our audiences. So we're all going to expand our visibility to being in front of um, however many other people's audiences, however many people are on the, the event. And I'm also going to put on the event page a link to your free gift, your lead magnet, so that everyone that signs up for this event will then sign up for your lead magnet and you'll get new people on your email list too. So the win, okay, is that the person who's creating the event, in this case for the Nail Your Niche Project, it was me, right? That the win is that all of the signups from everyone's promotion go to my email list. So now I'm the one who is now getting direct access to hundreds of new people, right? And the exchange to the experts is that by appearing on the event, they are getting exposure to a lot of people, a lot of new people, and I'm promoting their free gift so they have a chance of getting people on their email list as well. So typically in this kind of an event, the person hosting, the host, is not sharing the emails that come in for the signups with everyone who's on the summit because to be honest with you, there are some legalities around that with privacy and stuff with email lists, right? Email marketing has boundaries and it's not really the right thing to just give out people's emails, right? So the the integrity thing, the thing in integrity is that if someone signs up specifically for an event, the only person who's going to be emailing them, unless they volunteer into someone else's email list, is the person whose event they signed up for, right? But the way that we make it a win-win for everyone is with the exposure and with the offering of everyone else's free gift, right? So this is what we call an organic audience growth strategy, an organic email list building strategy that someone, you, me, could decide they were going to take on, right? It's it definitely is something of an undertaking. It's not like, in, you know, it's not, not, not nothing, right? But you put in all the work and all the effort instead of thousands of dollars into ads. And the result for you, hopefully, is that you add a bunch of new people at once, right? So if you are not already working on growing your email list and you listen to this show, I want you to like right now, I want you to stop and listen to what I'm about to say. If you listen to Passion and Prosperous, if you follow me at all, if you consider me a mentor out there in the world that you respect and that you believe knows what the fuck she's talking about and you're not already working on growing your email list all the time, then you need to start doing that right now. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Growing your email list takes a long time. It doesn't feel easy. We usually add like dribbles and drabbles, one person, two people, you know, at a time here and there to our list. And the strategy that I'm telling you about what the Nail Your Niche project was, it, you know, is, is the kind of thing that actually adds more people to your email list at once than any other like thing 
right? It's like, it's a, it's a, um, instead of getting dribs and drabs one, a few at a time, you stand the chance of getting like a whole bunch of people at once. So it kind of, you know, it's, it, it collapses time a little bit and, you know, it gives you fresh eyes and ears on you and your content and, and what you're doing, um, so that you've got new people to then immediately nurture and hopefully offer them something that they can, that they need. Because the idea of doing something like this is that the people that you are getting to sign up for this event are most likely in your ideal client, you know, range and how, why, well, it's because of what, you, what you're inviting them to. And so that brings me back to the niche thing, right? So if you create an event and it's not like super aligned with your niche, which is way more than just like one sentence of who you help, then you might invest tons of time and energy and maybe a little money because if you're not really techie, you need someone to set up, like you need someone to create an opt-in page and hook it up to your email marketing platform. And, you know, running these events is, you know, can range um, from simple to a little more complex. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so, you know, you've put in all of this effort and you get a whole bunch of new people on your email list, yay. But if the event itself wasn't really, really dialed in for your niche, you might end up with a whole bunch of new people on your email list who are who have no interest in your services. And that kind of sucks. Like, that's not what we're looking for. So we are looking for, um, you know, people that may, I mean, hopefully be more inclined to be, uh, you know, in our ideal client range than, than not. So again, what this is called is leveraging other people's audiences or borrowing from other people's audiences. And what it requires is that you've got other people other colleagues, friends, relationships, people that you are, um, that you are investing, uh, you know, in finding. So this is a huge reason why it's so important to always be inside of communities with other entrepreneurs, other coaches, other heart service, like people like you, right? People that, that either do the same thing as you or a version of it, or who are in, like I said, complementary industries, but they need to be business owners that understand how to grow a business, which means they also have an email list and understand the value of email lists. So this is not an easy thing to find. It's not that easy to find people who know and understand the importance of growing an email list as it is the number one marketing tool that any one of us can have in our business. It is email is king. And I have other episodes on email that you can listen to if you're like sitting here going, what? I hate email. I unsubscribe from everything. No one likes email. People hate getting email. And here's what I'm going to tell you. You can have as many opinions or stories about that as you want, but like statistics and numbers are numbers, right? They're real. And it is just a known fact that despite the fact that there might be a percentage of people who hate all emails and who don't subscribe to email lists or who unsubscribe from everything, there's a greater amount of people who don't. And when people find an expert and, uh, you know, whatever you want to call yourself, uh, someone out there, I mean, you know, typically if someone's going to be on someone's email list, it's because they think that person has something valuable to share with them. They get something out of it. It helps them with their mindset. It changes their mood. It gives them a different perspective. Um, it's someone who they find interesting and smart, and they like hearing about what they're what they have to offer. They 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 take them up on the offers. Maybe they go to their things. They you know. Um, think about anyone whose email list you stay on. Even if like some weeks go by where you just delete the emails because you're like, oh, I don't have the bandwidth or the time right now. But then, you know, six weeks later, you're like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to open this email. Like I get tons of emails like that that I don't unsubscribe to like from Thrillist and Infatuation. Like I love getting like updates on the, on the newest restaurants or I love food trends and, and recipes or I am on the list of other uh, market, other high level coaches who I like hearing what their strategy is or what they're sharing with me. And do I open every email? I can't always open every email. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming, but I don't unsubscribe. 
right? I Because at some point I do open the email, especially if the subject line really lets me know that there's something that I really should look at right away. So it's very important for you to remember that like, even if you've got some like limiting beliefs or some stories or some shit about emails, that you should not superimpose that onto everyone and and tell yourself the wrong story about email marketing. Because any marketing expert, anyone in business is going to tell you that your email list is the only thing that you own and it's your most important asset in your business. So growing it is key. And so There should be other business owners, coaches, people like you who also know and have been told this by their coach, their mentor, and they are also working on growing their email list. And so the strategy that we're talking about here is where you make it a very important part of your business activities, right? If you're, if you've got a business or you want one, Okay, let's say you're in the beginning stages and you don't have a lot of paying clients or you've only had one or you've got a, had a couple of practice clients or whatever it is that you might be thinking, well, I don't have a business yet, so I can't justify having an email list, like whatever, okay, wherever you are in your business. What I'm here to tell you is that you have to do business activities to grow your business. No matter where you are, you have to start doing the activities that grow your business. And so focusing on growing your email list right out of the gate is very important. And there should be anyone who's got a mentor or a coach, there should be other people that you can become friends and colleagues with, okay, that are also growing their email list. And those would be the people that might want to be on your event because they like you, they they think you're good at what you do, they think you're going to put on a good event. And we can also try to pitch people that we don't already know that we probably think are a little further along. Maybe they're more successful than us. Maybe we know they have an email list because we're on their email list. And we could always pitch them and see if they would like to be on our event that that we want to put on. And what I'm going to tell you with total honesty is that a lot of times people that are further along don't necessarily say yes to doing events with people who are less further along unless they have a relationship with them. So one really important thing that I hope that you take away from today's episode is the importance of focusing in your business, not only on attracting clients, but also on building relationships with other people that would not necessarily be your ideal client, but that would become your biz, I call it biz besties, right? Or biz friends or colleagues or fellow coaches and whatever who are also growing their business who want to be in a supportive community where we scratch each other's backs. Now, what I'm going to tell you is not only am I never outside of a community. I am never not within a community. Okay. Um, and those are paid. Usually you pay to be in those communities. I mean, if you want to try to gather a bunch of, you know, of people and form your own little, I don't know, your own little mastermind or group of people that support each other. Some people call it an accountability group or whatever. That's fine. But in my experience and in all of my successful friends' experiences, this is the reason why you join programs, of course, only with people that you think are gonna that that you think are gonna be valuable to you or worth it to you, but group experiences or masterminds or paid communities where you're being brought together with other people to build relationships with them. And what you should think about is, are those people the kind of people that you could share an audience with? So there's a really big difference between like a networking community where you're in a group with like a real estate agent and a lawyer. And, you know, if you're a transformational expert, very often when you join a networking group, the other people in the networking group don't do anything even related to your field. This has happened to me a million times. And that's why I don't really join networking groups anymore but where I have found people to build relationships with who are also building email lists, who are right for my events, that, and then I'm right for their events and stuff, 
is when I'm inside of a paid community, a mastermind of some sort, or right now I'm in something called the mixer mind, which is kind of like not quite a mastermind because it's not a coach or mentor delivering like a lot of uh, teaching and, and content, but it's just a community for successful, high-level um, online business owners. Um, and most of us are in the space of uh, coaching, consulting. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, us that basically help other business owners or their transformational, um, you know, coaches and experts in there. And so we all, like many, many, many of us, could benefit from getting in front of each other's audiences. And so then when we're in a community like that, we build relationships, we become friends with each other, we say, hey, I'm doing this event. Can, can you be a speaker on it? Can I interview you for it? And then, of course, they're happy to do it because they now know you and they're like, oh, Stacy's awesome. She has such a great vibe. I, of course, I'll be on her event because I trust that it's going to be like really, you know, high caliber. And I know she knows what she's talking about. And, and all that. So if you're not investing, right? And this, just so you know, this is why I have every single person that works with me is either in the Passion and Prosperous Academy, basically like the base program level one, or Passion and Prosperous Academy, whatever you want to call it, mastermind level two, which is the people that do have a lot more one-on-one -on -one access to me. And they are also inside of a community. So I always have all of my clients, whatever program you're in with me, you're in a community so that you can be building relationships with other people so that you all can support each other in the way I'm talking about right now. Not just moral support, not just cheerleading, not just, you know, having people to like hold you accountable, but people that are in re related uh, fields as you that are also growing their businesses and their email list so that when you're ready for this strategy, which is a little bit more advanced, you need to be a little bit down the road to really be able to execute on this. You've got friends that you're now saying, hey, I'm going to do a summit and I want you to be on it. And then those people are going to go, I would love to be on it. And that's very different than what we call cold pitching. Cold pitching, when you reach out to other people that you think would be great guests on your thing and that you think have a big audience and an email list and you cold pitch them, there's always a, a very good chance that they're going to pass because people that are running successful businesses also are very careful about whose events they promote because every time you agree to promote someone else's thing, what does that translate to? It translates to you sending an email to your email list. And I'm sure that I don't have to tell you that everyone is sensitive about how they work their email list because they don't want to, they don't want to do anything that they think will jeopardize people wanting to stay on their email list. So if someone is in a, what in their own promotional period, sending out a lot of emails to their list because they're right in the middle of a launch, okay, they're less likely to want to also promote someone else's thing at the same time. So there's so much that goes into getting the right people onto your event because they also have to be people that can, that have the availability with the timing to send those emails out at the time that you want them sent out, which is called your promo period. So what we're talking about here is you putting on some sort of an event that is free that you invite other experts to be a part of and that you are the one who does all the work to create the opt-in page and to create the copy, the description, and to do all of the technical things like getting automated emails set up and having the dashboard where everybody's links are to their free gifts. Like there's tech stuff involved that if you ever want to do this, you can always come work with me and, and I will, and I will teach you how to do every single thing. I'll hold your hand every step of the way. Okay. And this is so possible. I just want you to know that the nail your niche project that I just did, um, last two weeks ago or last week, it feels like, um, was the most advanced version of this that I did. But I've done three other summit events of a different style that I'm about to tell you about. Um, 
before I had the level of support that I have now, meaning my assistant who's, you know, can really do like uh, uh, just all the techie things. And this was definitely more complicated, but um, because also I had more experts on it, but I have been doing these events for years. I did my first one in, I think, 2021. Okay. So, so these events can look like live events or pre recorded. And you may have signed up for these things before. So, I like to call the one day version of this a one day show because it reduces a lot of all the tech stuff about pre recording things and having to somehow have those things available for people to be able to watch or listen to or whatever. And a one day show is what it sounds like it's basically a live event that you put on for now during the pandemic, people were willing to go to things that were like five hours long. I think that right now there's a little zoomy burnout on things like that. So I'm teaching my clients how to do this as like a three or four hour event. But what that means is that you choose a date and you choose a block of time, right? So like I said, three to four hours. If you know that you're like a rock star, you know, and you want to go for five hours, you could. Mine were all five hours. And then what you do is you you create a really, 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 really amazing, um, you know, title theme of what this event is that is very, very much related to your business and that is, is solving a problem or giving you know, or is on something that your ideal clients really like want and need. Like, so it's got to be something that like is so compelling to your ideal clients. So, okay. That's why the niche thing is so important. And then you decide what would be great experts to have on your your live event where you're going to have a conversation with them. You're going to interview them and they're going to be bringing their very, very specific uh, zone of genius and expertise to the conversation. And they're going to essentially be offering value that's based on the thing that you said the whole event is about, right? So my Nail Your Niche project was, right, about mastering your message and creating offers that people can't wait to buy. So I looked for experts that could come and talk about, first of all, what they think niche is, right? Like, because I have a very, I have such a strong opinion about that your niche is not a hot hook. And I wanted to hear what other experts come and talk about that sort of like that multifaceted, necessary, like deep dive into what niche really is. And then I had people that are messaging experts and offer experts, right? And asked each one of them to come and share some very specific, like doable thing that would help the audience either really nail their niche or get better at their messaging or feel more confident with putting themselves out there to be visible or creating offers and selling them. And so I gathered right? The, the guests. So for the one day show, you could do this with just like four or five guests, right? And the idea is that you ask four or five people to come on and you say, Hey, I'm going to do this event. It's on, you know, Friday, March 31st or whatever. Um, and I'd love for you to come on and, and be live on zoom with me for 20 minutes from, you know, we can find the best slot. There are going to be five slots and you'll, you will, you'll have a slot and you're, and I'd love for you to come on and talk about, um, creating signature offers with me. Um, and in exchange for coming on the show, what I'd really love to, first of all, I'll be featuring you in front of an audience of, of potentially 200 or 300 people. Um, and you will, have an opportunity to offer your free gift and get people onto your email list, right? And in exchange for that, I'm asking that you send your email list to emails during the promo period, inviting them with your link to, to, to sign up to attend the event, right? And then this is the simplest version because what you're doing now is you're saying, I'll take on the sign up page 
and all of the copy, right? The writing of the page. And then I'll give you the email copy that you can either use verbatim or you can tweak it and make it your own, which is what we always recommend. I'll give you a graphic for social media that shows me and you and feature, you know, says the name of the event and that I'm the host and that you'll be a featured expert guest. And I'll create like all of the things. So when people sign up, they'll get the email telling them, you know, to save the date. I'll be creating the Zoom link. I'll be sending them the the Zoom and the reminders. And all you have to do is promote twice and then and, and on social and then show up on the day of right? And then what you do is you're creating now an opportunity for you to be the thread or the through line as the host of this one day event. And you're bringing people in and out and all of those people are promoted. And then based on how many people are on their email list, we can make an educated assumption based on industry standards of how many people you stand to get to sign up. So let's say you got five guests on your, on your event. And each one of them had, um, we'll just use an easy number, a thousand subscribers to their email list. So now what you know is that there's a potential for 5,000 people to hear about this event, right? If, if five experts with a thousand people in their email list are willing to, uh, promote the event to their email list, then what we know is that 5,000 people will be receiving emails about your event, right? And so then what we know is that industry, uh, conversion rate for something like this is around one to 2%. If we have a good, if we have a good, um, uh, opt-in page and the event is really on point with like that the title is great, that it's what you're, it's what an audience is really interested in, then you have a chance of getting anywhere from 50 to a hundred new signups to your email list to register to attend this event. Now, that might not sound like a lot of people to you, but when you're first starting out, if your colleagues don't also have big email lists, then you're working with people with smaller email lists. But then you have to ask yourself, well, would I have been able to get 50 or 100 new people to talk to in my audience and, you know, at once in another way? And the answer is probably no. Now, if you were able to get some guests that have bigger email lists, then the potential for the signups goes up. But I think at an earlier stage of your business, getting 50 to 100 new people onto your email list at one, in one shot, right, for working on something for about six weeks to eight weeks is, is, is really great. Now, for the Nail Your Niche project, I actually ended up, uh, we had 450 people sign up for the Nail Your Niche project, which I, which is great. And that is, that was about a 1% conversion. So we didn't convert to the 2%. So we, we were, uh, all of the guests on the event combined, the email list or the, you know, total that we were reaching was about 41,000 people. So we really did hit the 1% mark. If we had, and, and, and what I get to do now is really look at like, why do I think we didn't convert at the 2%? Why do I think I got 450 instead of 800 signups? Well, I actually believe that the audience of some of the guests might not have been the ideal audience for this event. And that taught me something for next time that I'm really going to have to be even more careful about which, which people, which experts I bring on, because it really is important to me that they have an audience of people who would be just as interested in this, you know, in whatever I'm putting on, um, as my ideal clients would be right? So you can only learn these things or find these things out from doing them. So the one day event that you just have to show up on Zoom and make sure that your guests are going to come on, right, as well, and that you're there all day. And obviously, you have to have a Zoom that like lasts the whole day and that you may need a virtual assistant to help you set all the emails up and do all the graphics and make the page and those things. But again, those are things that we have to invest in in our businesses when we want to start doing business activities and taking action that are really going to help us to grow our business, right? So is it possible to spend no money and have a business? Yeah, it is. But 
Are there expenses that we start adding in? I mean, obviously having an email marketing platform is a must. It's an essential. You just have to think of it as a business write-off. Is having a Zoom that goes more than 45 minutes pretty much an essential in your business? Probably, yeah. Um, you know, and then will you eventually need to hire a virtual assistant unless you happen to be like a web master, you know, or a graphic designer or a Canva expert, you know, like those are things that I don't want to do and I don't like doing. And so it's more worth it to me to pay somebody, you know, to do those things for me. And it's a business expense. And the reward on the other end is good. Like if I pay my assistant, you know, whatever it, however many hours it comes out to be for her to do X, Y, and Z, but I end up getting 50 to a hundred new people for me, you know, 450 new people into my email list that are now going to come, you know, hopefully a portion of them are going to want to go to the know your niche training that's coming up. And then hopefully some of those people are going to want to join the passion and prosperous Academy. Then the whole investment was worth it because we have to invest in our businesses in order to get outcomes. But the question is, are you making smart investments? And is the smart investment ads or is the smart investment organic growth? And I think the smart investment is organic growth. So the live event model is the simplest and easiest one for you to execute. So if you feel that you're at the point where you're like, you know what, I would be into trying this, this strategy, which is an industry known, you know, top strategy for growing your audience, um, then you might say, I'm going to start putting this on my vision board. I'm going to, I'm going to future pace myself. I'm going to future visualize myself as someone who has the, 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 the courage and the strength and the ability to say yes to doing something, even if I don't know how, or I don't feel ready because I actually could see how that would help me go to the next level of my business. And you could just start thinking about it because you, it might even inspire you to go, oh my God, I better start making more relationships with other people that are in my similar, you know, industry or that share an audience or a client type base with me or like who, who I, who I feel share like, you know, similar philosophies or who have something complimentary that my audience could really learn from and benefit from and vice versa. And you should be making it your mission to be making friends with people like that so that you can do an event like this because you won't be able to do an event like this without those kinds of friends at first. And then when you get more established, like I was able to get some people onto this event that I didn't already know, but why? Because if you go look at my social media and my website, and also I now get referrals, like, like I had people introduce me to people. If someone says, oh, Stacy's doing an event and she would love for, to talk to you about being an expert on it and you guys would be amazing together, that person is going to be more likely to be interested in talking to me and saying yes to my event than, than a total stranger. So if you're thinking that you want to be someone who can grow a business at, to any level, you don't have to want a six-figure business. I always use six figures because I do believe that you can get to a six-figure and multiple six-figure business without spending a lot of money. You can do it in these simple organic ways. And when I say simple, I'm not saying that it doesn't take stuff to put an event like this together, but it's simple in that it's not a whole bunch of fancy tech. You don't need a big team of other people who know how to do shit that you don't know how to do. Maybe just one person to help you with some of the simple things. You're not taking out ads. You're not trying to run an automated funnel and a webinar and sales pages, expecting people to like buy in their sleep, in your sleep. All of that shit is for when people are ready to invest tons of money at the top and so if you ask the people that are running businesses like that with low, with courses and evergreens and funnels and ads, if you were to ask them to see their books and ask them how profitable is your business, they could be telling you till the cows come home that they make seven figures. And I can guarantee you that like 75% of them have a $200,000 profit on their seven, on their seven figure business. And what I'm telling you is I have more profit than that in my business. And I don't make as much money yet.
And so that's what I'm all about is I want you to know how to do these things because I believe that these are the best ways to grow a real sustainable heart-centered transformational business. So there's the one-day model and that's live. And then there's the pre-recorded model, right? Which could be pre-recorded video interviews this time around because I'm a podcaster and I liked the idea of doing audio only. I did it as audio. And so what that required was pre-recording all of the interviews first and then having my team, because I do have a team because I have a podcast, um, you know, clean up and edit the the audio. And, you know, and then we had to, uh, there were tons of emails that went out because this was, we released two interviews a day over the course of five days. So it was a Monday through Friday. There were tons of emails. There was a lot of tech. There was a lot, a dashboard. We were doing prizes. I was going live in my Facebook group every day. Um, I, you know, we did have uh, an upsell for charity and raised money for charity for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. And by the way, if you still want to listen to the Nail Your Niche Project, you actually can. You just have to pay $57 for it now. But I will send that money to Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS because that was the charity that I picked to raise money for through this free event. So all of the experts donated their time. They all also donated some of their paid courses as part of the VIP upgrade for charity. And you can still get all that now if you want to. So so that event was definitely a higher level, more complicated event right? That required a lot more of web stuff. There was a dashboard. There was an upgrade dashboard. We were, you know, the the interviews were each only available for 48 hours and then they came down. So if you wanted them, you had to upgrade. So there was a lot of moving parts. So I'm not going to lie and tell you that that's how I think you would come out the gate. But that's also how I had 10 experts and 10 people emailing to their email list. And that's why we had a 41,000 person reach that resulted in 430 people wanting to listen to the Nail Your Niche Project. Now those people are on my email list. Now I, I can have access to being able to let them know about my upcoming training, right? And now I can nurture them and be in service and provide value for them and hope that some of them, not not all of them, are potentially going to realize, wow, I think I that I would like for her to be my coach. I'd really like to be in her program. I'd like to take her up on one of her courses or offers. And that is how we grow our business without feeling like all we can do is post on social media. So if you're feeling like you are very confused about how to have a business because somehow, somewhere down the road, you got it in your head that the only way you're going to get clients is from social media, I'm here to tell you that unless you love social media so much and you're ready to go all in, like all eggs in the basket and work with a social media coach and really like be there, be on post on social three times a day, um, I mean, and now, okay, you don't have to post three times a day, um, but to grow a, an audience fast on social, you have to be very, very, very prolific and very visible, and you have to be doing a lot of video and reels and all this stuff. And so what I'm here to tell you is that it's important that you know that there are other other strategies in addition to. I'm not saying instead of, because you no one should not utilize social media because if you don't, you're going to be left behind because of all the people that are willing to use it. So if you like are trying to build a business totally off social media, I'm not saying you can't build a business, but you're definitely not going to build a big business and you're definitely, you know, you're you're definitely going to flatline at some point unless you have this unbelievably robust network of referrals, you know, referrals basically, and that you're like a super networker and a super connector, right? And that you get all of your business through word of mouth. And since most of us don't get that, then it's kind of a bad idea to say, I hate social media and I don't want to use it. 
And I think that most people go in these weird extremes where they're like, where they're like, I hate social media or they're like, um, I, I think I have to use social media only for my business. And I don't think either of those are a good place to be. I think the smartest place for you to be is to know that social media is a vehicle for you to be visible and put yourself out there. And it should be one of a number of strategies that you're putting in place for yourself. One of which is to make sure you grow an email list so that you can always be talking to those people because those people are more likely to actually receive your communication than anyone on social media unless you're paying for it. Okay? So the model of the Nail Your Niche Project, and the reason why I'm bringing this up to you is because if you are learning from me, if you want to learn from me, even if you're not my paying client, one of the things that I think is crazy is not to take advantage of, of, of someone's podcast if you think that they know what the fuck they're talking about and if they're the real deal, who's willing to teach you and share with you things for free. Now, you can't do everyone's strategy and listen to everyone, so you kind of have to find the person that you resonate with the most or a couple of people because you can't do everything all at once. But, you know, like I'm here to tell you that if you want to learn, not just be a participant in the Nail Your Niche Project and learn about your niche, but if you want to watch someone implement the strategies that she's telling you are the best ones for you to do in your business, then you should sign up for the things that I do so that you can like kind of do it from two angles. One is like to actually receive the value because you might need that thing. And then the second is to also watch how I do things because what I teach my clients to do is the business model that I use myself. And you should never work with a coach or a mentor, or join a program that doesn't use a business model for themselves that you want to use for yourself. And that is the best advice I could ever give you before choosing a program mentor or coach to work with. All right. So the Nail Your Niche Project, a little more of a complex way or a more advanced way of gathering experts for a free event where you benefit from building your email list with it because you put in all the work to organize it, but you're still giving the experts visibility and you're sharing their lead magnets. So they might not get the 430 signups, but they probably got a lot of signups, right, for their free thing. So even if they all got 50 each or whatever, uh, right, or 100, depending on, you know, who wanted their free gift, that's a win for them. They also got to add a nice amount of people to their email list from someone else's event, someone that did all the work and all they had to do was send two emails to their list, right? So, there is a lot of copywriting to do for these events. So there is a lot that goes into it, but it's all skills that can be learned. And a lot of it requires for you to just kind of like, like I said, do your visualizations and your affirmations and, and, and work on seeing yourself as the business owner that's taking massive action for your business. So it's not only about attracting, you know, it's not only about like going on social media to attract clients, but it's about doing these other strategies to bring more people in to your real audience onto your yellow brick road, which is your email list, right? And then be able to like offer those people something really substantial, like my Know Your Niche training and say, hey, I know that you're just meeting me. Thanks so much for signing up for this event through so-and-so. And I have a free thing now coming up that I think you might really benefit from. And then a lot of those people are going to sign up for it. I know this. Why? Because this is the fourth time I've done this, this kind of, of, of audience expander, right? So, um, that's what I wanted to come in and talk to you about today. Um, you know, the Nail Your Niche project was a lot of work because of the map, the model that I used. Um, and I think it was great and I'm going to do, you know, I do these things. I'm going to do another one in June and I will, I've learned from this one as well. I've learned from what converted well. I've learned from like the kinds of guests that I brought in, whether or not their audiences were the right audiences. I want to go for that 2% conversion rate, you know, from the email list. So, um, I will make adjustments to do that, but that's the only way that we can have a business. The only way that you can have a business is to do stuff 
then get the analytics, get the data, learn from it, and then do it again and do something, you know, do the same thing differently or, or use it to know what you should do next. But you're not going to be able to know any of that without doing stuff. You can't find that out in a vacuum. You can't find that out by hiding and not doing stuff. You can only find it out by doing stuff, right? So this is a very, very, very good strategy. It may not be for you if you're literally in the first few months of really getting your shit together. But at some point when you've got some clients and, you know, and you've got You've got, you know, a clarity on what you do and you can really have a, your, an identity and you really can muster it up and say, okay, I can host this. Like I can talk about something really, I can be the, the through line for this. And you might need a coach like me to help you to do that. That's what I help my clients do, right? Um, so you might not be able to do it by yourself. You might need a coach to work on it with you, and it should be someone that knows how to do it, like me, but it is possible. It's a learned skill, and I think it's important for you to know that, like, you got to learn skills for your business, the skills that are about how building business the way you want to build your business. Okay, so that's what I have for you today. Organic audience growth list building strategy that I wanted to break down for you and explain to you why we do it and how it works and um, and then invite you to know your niche. Okay, which is March 18th, the week of it's going to be incredible. It's one of my best trainings. It always gets tons of people, people like it blows minds. Okay, and it's what you need if you want to attract really attract the right people to you. And if you really want to create the right offers for your business and you have to have offers that are right, because why? Because that's the only thing that makes money. That's what people pay for is your offer. So if your offer sucks, (laughs) no one's buying it. And that's the only reason why you won't make any money. All right. Okay. So I'm signing off. I will be in your headphones next week. I know I took a two-week break. Please forgive me. I love you, and I can't wait to see you at Know Your Niche. And um, and I'm thinking about what I want to talk to you about next week as we speak. Okay, signing off, sending you all the love. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. <laughs>